one size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to the Rosecast, the number one Bachelorette recap podcast hosted by an interracial male, a male, an interracial, how do I usually say it? What's interracial male, male best friend duo. I think. I've got it written out here, male interracial, are the shirts wrong? Which is correct, <laughs> which is grammatically correct. It's been a couple of years we've been saying that. We're here, listen, in this episode, Peter's hometown Tyler's hometown. A little preview of the episode they beat uh, Luke's hometown. And then Jed's hometown. And after all that, we're basically back to where we started. What did you think of hometowns, AB? <laughs> this seemed like a really long episode to you, Rim. For some, I don't know. For some reason, it felt like I was watching for six hours. I'd say the first half was good. Second half, it dragged a little bit. Might have something to do with who was on screen a lot of the time. But no, I think it was... Seemed like a normal two-hour <laughs> two hour episode. <laughs> okay, maybe it's just because of the troubles I had getting the episode. Maybe that's the issue here. Yeah, tell the people about that a little Listen, bit. Listen, go into... TV. I go into watch last night, Rim, at... It was in the middle of the Home Run Derby. I was watching the Home Run Derby. Shout out Vladdy Jr. Shout out Vlad. Uh, then... Uh, he got eliminated or something, and I'm like, "All right, let me turn on the Bachelor. Let me. This is probably like 9:30 or something like that." For the Toronto listeners, he did not get eliminated. He didn't get eliminated till like midnight Eastern. So that's false. <laughs> this is false. Okay. No, I just that's turned false. it off. I turned he it off because I didn't want to start it at like 11 or whenever the yeah the contest was yeah. going to get over. It wasn't worth finishing the no, whole render. I'd seen what I needed to see. The first round was all I needed to see. So I saw the guys it. were really swinging the. They were hitting out the ball over the fence. Anyways, I turned on the Bachelor. And it's it's just a screen that's apologizing because they couldn't reach an agreement with I don't even remember what company they couldn't reach an agreement with someone Directv in this company it was oh, it's not yeah, ABC yeah. or anyone it's who I don't know if it's who I don't know I don't know who it is I don't know the connection I didn't understand it I also didn't understand why I didn't get any heads up about this usually like. They are always, DirecTV's always into uh, disputes with people. MTV in particular all the time. At least once a year, it's like MTV's about to get taken away. Uh, let MTV know. And there's like petitions to sign and stuff like that. And then they never get taken away. They never, ever get taken away. This is out of nowhere. This time, today, just randomly, ABC was gone. One of the, the, the main main channels before the biggest show they have. You took a photo of it and I think... 
your there must have been Vaseline or something on your phone. I could barely read the photo, the <laughs> lettering on the photo you took, but I did make out the URL they wanted you to visit, which was tvpromise.com. And I got to tell you, that sounds like a spammy type. <laughs> exactly. That sounds like a virus URL. <laughs> but anyways, ABC was, I couldn't watch ABC. None of the stuff I recorded on there, which I think might just be The Bachelor. But anyways, it wasn't recorded, so I couldn't watch The Bachelor. I couldn't you go on. You don't record a- Holy Moly? You're not a Holy Moly? I'm not a DVR I don't person. record Holy Moly. No, I do not record that. <laughs> I would recommend that. <laughs> I'll check it out. I'll check it out once the dispute's fun. over, Rim. I can't watch it yet. So, anyways, I go to ABC.com. They don't have the episodes until the next day, okay? Mm. At like midnight. So I know at this point, okay, I'm fucked. I got to watch it twice. I got oh, I got four hours ahead of me. Early in the episode, yeah. <laughs> I got four hours of watching this show ahead of me, and I have no way to watch it until midnight. Why do you watch it twice? I got I to gotta ask. Because you miss stuff. What do you mean? Why do you, what do you mean? Well, Why I do watch you watch it, it twice? I watch it twice because I'm doing the the, the, the Twitter and all that. So you can't so really there, focus? Okay. No, I can't can't do both at once. I and like to. You're right. You do, you do miss stuff. Here's my thing. I like to, I usually like lay down, me and my wife watch it in bed. Just chilling. Ooh. Don't have <laughs> no, it's not, not like turn turn the news on. The news is on. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, turn the lights down. The news is not on. Even, not no, even, not like not that, guys. Pointing that we just watch out. it. I like to enjoy it together. I'm not taking notes like I'm in class one time, and then I'll go back and watch it. I might make a couple jot down a couple notes in my phone just to make sure I see something the second time through. Uh, but then I take extensive notes the second time so that's that explains that i can appreciate that because a lot of times i'm watching it and i'm like i wish i could just relax and yeah ruminate be doing a lot of complaining to start this (laughs) off but i do wish i could just watch it and not really have to like analyze you don't have to you don't have to take notes like you're getting ready for a presentation or something (laughs) a a big presentation (laughs) in front of the boss And the bosses are our listeners. Thanks for listening. It, Speaking of notes, I got a lot of them on Peter's. Oh, you're not done with that? The banter's gone on long sto- enough, Long in my story opinion. short, I couldn't watch the episode until midnight, and oh, it, it was, oh. it's been a disaster, and I hope ABC oh. gets it figured out by next week. That's all I can hope. All right. Let's start with Peter's hometown. I got a lot of notes on this, AB, um, and I think, I think I'm in the extreme minority here. Especially the first five or ten minutes, I was like, "Who is this? Who's this guy?" What's the Out problem? Are you talking about big, big city, big money, big baller? We're gonna, we're Peter, gonna get is that what your problem is? I'm just saying, I didn't expect Peter to be Adam Scott's character from Step Brothers. That's not what I expected. <laughs> okay, okay. I'm just saying, the first couple minutes were not the that wasn't the Peter I know. Okay, that was uh, yeah, uh, big flash money, cast yeah. hundred dollar valet <laughs> tip type Peter. It was strange. It was strange to see. Jet anyway. setting limousine ride. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's exactly what it was. <laughs> Peter literally, what's the line about spilt liquor, more money than you made last year? I spent more money on spilt liquor than you made. <laughs> that was Peter. I was watching what's Peter the line like, with $6,000 suits or something like that? <laughs> no, it's shoes. I'm having a hard time keeping these alligators down. <laughs> Peter was strolling around making me feel like, damn. I'm a broke motherfucker. I got nothing going for me. <laughs> my car only my car has four doors, not two. What am I doing? <laughs> anyway. Let's get into the date. All right, let's start our notes ten minutes in. <laughs> yeah. 
Leg wrap kiss. That's should that's something you should know. Has to be noted. Um before a little surprise A B, they go for a little ride. Now here's a quote. When Peter they're in a a park and when Peter comes around and he strolls around, he's like, Let me introduce you to my baby. And his baby, for those who don't watch, is a sick <laughs> two door, blacked out Mercedes Benz coupe. Okay? Little point A to and he was like, Little point A to point B stuff, no big deal. I saw that Peter said that and I'm like did Peter just douche introduce his car? I, that he absolutely just... did, Rim. And here's the thing to note as well. I feel like pilots don't drive a lot. Am I crazy and think that? They spend nights in other places so they don't <laughs> go with the bold pilot claims. <laughs> <laughs> Am I crazy and thinking that's a, just a show car he uses a couple times a week? It would be one thing if like cars were his passion, AP. Sure. And he's like, check out this. Check I'm out my way into cars. But he is not a car guy. I have we've seen no indication of that. So it just came off as like boom. This Benzo. is just something I bought because I'm me. rich. <laughs> I took this as I'm rich, so I bought this Benz. Period. This is the type of car. If you if you give me a couple more roses, this is the type of car you're going to be rolling around town in. That's that's exactly. what this meant. This car right here, it cost three roses. That's what he's <laughs> trying to. He's referencing the three future roses yeah. that he would need. Anyway. This was compounded by their what happened on their journey to the airport hangar AB when Hannah starts digging in the glove box. What did you make of this discovery and also the decorum of digging in someone's glove box? In real life, Rim, if someone does this, I'm slamming the glove. I'm slamming it down on their fingers. Get out of Not there. Not suspicious get, at all. Yeah. Get out of there. Yeah, it's suspicious, but no, you don't just dig around in people's stuff. No. Not right in front of me. Maybe behind my back, sure, but right of course, in front of me? No, naturally. I'm slamming that thing shut. Even though there's nothing in there, I'm still slamming it shut because that's disrespectful. In this scenario, hometowns, one time to really get an eye on some, you know, inner workings on how the, what makes this guy and what he's got going on in real life, you got to do it. Keep in mind, Peter asked Hannah to be his girlfriend. Mm -hmm. You guys are official. You guys are official. Okay. That opens, she's got free reign in your car. Absolutely. She's a single passenger. Period, she, it was a great move by her to get a little insight into Peter and what, you know, it, what, it, did he just throw all the stuff in there to, to show you that he's yeah. not messy, stuff like that. You can you can see a lot from someone's car. Absolutely. So love the move on her part. Love the move on Hannah's part, sure. Now, we must reveal that she found a prophylactic. Mm -hmm. At least one. Peter's out of Altoids. He's got pro... All he has are is an empty Altoids can <laughs> that I saw. And prophylactics in his very tiny glove box. There's not much else you can fit in there. I don't know about you, AB, but when I have a passenger in my vehicle, especially someone I'm trying to impress, I do a thorough <laughs> preparation and cleaning of the vehicle. Thorough. If I'm picking up AB for something not a big deal, I got to clean this car. Check. AB's going to be yeah, in the car. Can't have AB's something. been in my car a thousand times. I don't need to impress AB. Now, if I'm bringing Hannah back to my hometown and I got the Benzo Coupe <laughs> shined up, I'm checking the Sparkling. glove box. I don't know about you. So that, if it, I don't know if Peter's the same way, but I feel like most people would do that, which leads me to believe that Peter is either thoughtless or he did this on purpose, which is kind of weird. It. He definitely did, AB. Okay. He definitely did. That's my opinion. Hey. I can't argue with you there. He had a lot. You have a lot of time to set. He's setting up this date. Like he drove yeah. down to the end of like this trail. So the park car was parked in this random spot. He, he's been all over with this car. He knew she was going to get in it and probably go in there. 
Yep. Hmm. I think so, too. I think so, too. And it, it, Hannah had a, Hanny was funny about it. But this also leads him to say, I'm safe in everything that I do. And then he references being a safe pilot. Well, A.B., we found out later, next thing you know, he's not a safe pilot. Now, I'm not a pilot, but maybe keep your eyes on the sky a little bit and maybe a, at least one hand on the wheel. What did you make of the one them were flying around making out? See, I have always, a guy that doesn't know anything about aviation and speak pilots on it, in sure. general, let me speak up on this. I think being a pilot is very easy. I don't, I feel like you can just take, I feel like the, take a couple glasses. I feel like the pilot is usually just walking around. In in the cabin when they're flying a plane, like (laughs) usually not doing so. It's all it's it's all. Let me tell you something, Rem. It's all autopilot nowadays. Anyways, what? Not this little thing. This this was a little bit bigger than a model airplane was the size of this airplane. (laughs) I had no issue. No issue with this thing. They fly over bachelor mansion, kind of neat. And then at this point, I'm starting to think Peter's kind of. not who we think he is a little bit. Yeah. Then he points down to his family house. He's like, oh, you see that down there? That's my house. You know, the one with the pool. <laughs> <laughs> you see that big pool? This was the ultimate show off big stunting move by Peter. He yeah. takes you down to his whip, which is better than any of the other guys whip and any whip you've ever been in. Probably. He then takes you in an airplane, which you've also no one's ever flown you around in a private jet before, private airplane. And then he takes you over top of his house, his beautiful house. It's just it, it's just all money. It's all things that regular people pay to do. Yeah, but I it's just, just normal I life. To, people can just go. People can. Pay and drive the fancy cars at the racetrack. They do that with Peter's <laughs> yeah. car that he owns, and then they also pay to be flown around in a small airplane. Peter just does that; he just flies the plane. It's just Peter, a taste of the luxury stunned. life you're going to be <laughs> living if you choose Peter. That's true. That's I don't true. know if it's a good move or bad move. It seemed kind of douchebaggy to me. The whole date did. Uh, check out the first part. Yeah, check out my yeah. money. But hey, may. <laughs> If someone did this for me, I'd be like, whoa, <laughs> yeah, with yeah. the Benzo in the plane, in. that's something I would want to sign up for in the pool. Yeah, I mean, I guess I was just blinded by the shock of uh, Peter coming with those lines, but you're right. I mean, if someone- It would <laughs> work on me. The, living fast, living, <laughs> yeah. living fast life. I'm like, oh, I'm interested in this. Um, quick hanging out at the tarmac. Peter says he sees a future with Hannah. The happiness that you give me is just like, I've never felt this, he says. Wow. What did you make of this discussion, A.B.? Seemed genuine to me, Rim. Okay. Seem, he seems to be really falling for Hannah. It seems real to me. This Okay. I, I'm with you on that. I believe that. Okay. What do you got? I can't believe at this point. Are you going anti-Peter here before you start? Is this an anti-Peter? Anti- are you going anti-Peter? I'm not going anti-Peter. I, I, I want Peter's in the top half of my power ring because I'll put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> I can't imagine Peter being a good bachelor just just by how he handles these conversations. Oh, no, we don't need okay. lifestyles of the rich and famous. That's not what we need on The Bachelor. Well, as our bachelor no, that's could- not what I'm saying. I'm saying the guy is not, uh, he doesn't have what it takes to carry the franchise in terms of, I mean, he's he's saying like a lot. He he speaks like a, okay. a younger person. You got to have some 
diction to you a little bit. These were concerns I had about Colton and Hannah, too, and they both exceeded them. Sure. So maybe that could happen. But I, I saw that interaction. I was like, I don't know about this. Moving on. Meeting with anything else on the first part? Nope. Okay, so we're five minutes through the show. Perfect. Okay, moving on. <laughs> Meeting the family in Westlake Village. 25 minutes into the our episode, five yep. minutes into the actual episode content. Extrapolate That's that out, stats people. Yep. Okay. Uh, note how excited Peter's parents are to meet Hannah and talk with them both. Kind of a weird start, AB. Peter's brother asks, where have you guys been? Tell us about the trips. Entry level, small talk. Yeah. Just walked in, just met you. Let's just establish a framework here. Peter starts talking. Hannah interrupts him and says, let, let me do this. I got this. And instead of talking about the where they've been, which Peter's mother also expressed a heavy interest in, <laughs> Hannah starts going on and on about how open Peter has or hasn't been, doesn't mention anywhere they've been. It just got real deep right away, and it was to me. It was like Hannah, pump the brakes. You know, Diane let's or whatever. For the, she just wants to know if you've seen the Eiffel Tower. Let's wait like, for the that's, side conversations. It's early. it's early. Yeah, I don't know if you noticed that. At it all. was a little strange. I almost thought it was just a uh, cut up, cut up conversation. Probably, probably because it happened every time, every hometown. Yeah, that was the opening. That was the opener. What do you got on dinner dinner time? Well, are you ready for some Cuban food? What? Was that Cuban food? I that's didn't even notice. That's what she said. That's, that's what the mom said. She goes, are you guys ready for some Cuban food? I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> I had no idea there was any Cuban in this family. Did you? I don't, I'm not sure there is, but they did, did have uh, a sign on the wall. No, I didn't gather that, but I don't, I don't see color. She AB, is Cuban. Okay? His see. mom is Cuban. Oh, she is. Yes. That's what was shocking to me. And her saying that everyone ready for some Cuban food just floored me. I had no, no clue. It'd Whoa. be like going to the Kennedys and they're like, soul food's ready. No. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? No, no, This no. is just a normal white family here. That's all. No. That's what I thought this was. But no, this is a Cuban family room. Now that you say that, it makes sense. There was a lot of accoutrements on the house, some decor. There were. That was Cuban-themed. Interesting pickup by AB. Peter's brother, Jack, with Hannah. Seems really cool, Rim. Oh, really? I didn't pick up on that. Who, Jack? He just seems like a cool little brother of Peter. Oh no, I didn't. I didn't pick up on that at oh, all. I was okay. unimpressed by how cool he was. Wow. Maybe I'm so I'm so old now. I don't wow, know. You what can't cool, even see what cool looks like. I'm can't even see what cool young kids are these days. I don't even know. I'm so far removed from being cool that it's <laughs> beyond my comprehension. All right, Jack, very cool, noted. See, Jack's concerned. He's like, hey, Peter might get his heart broken here. Okay, brotherly concern. Hannah reveals that they haven't talked about being in love with one another yet, but. It's you can pretty much she's like you can pretty much lock it in though because I'm here so it's fine. Then Peter's mom with Peter. Peter tells him tells her the connection is on fire, okay? And that he feels like he's never felt before with someone else. And she's she loves to hear it, Rim. She was excited. I have a feeling Peter's mom is a bachelor franchise viewer. She seemed kind of jazzed to be on the show. Like, oh, oh, you're in love. She's like, she almost she stopped short of saying like, Peter, so fun. You're at hometowns. What's Chris Harrison like? It was a little. She seemed a little too excited that. about this. There was no reservations with her mom. No, which <laughs> no, makes no. you think that she, yeah, she's a fan of the show. 
Where do you guys think you're going for fantasy suites? <laughs> uh, but she starts crying because now th- th- I could have misinterpreted that. I think she just really loves Peter. I think That's Peter's what I probably got. the favorite. Yeah. I think she's probably Peter's probably the favorite. Jack is number two in the family. If you were to power rank the sons, <laughs> but Peter's mom starts crying. Um, and then Peter's mom talks with Hannah. There was some reservation here, A.B. She says it scares me. The process. How much Peter is head over heels with you, and I'm, I'm a little concerned that he might get his heart broken. You got anything on this? She is slightly concerned. I think it was more so I was concerned coming into this process. Now after meeting you, I'm fine. And Hannah makes her feel even better by saying that she can see them being together at the end of this. Peter's mom, great lady, ends the conversation basically saying, you know, I hope you two get married, but if you don't, I'm just so happy for you, Hannah. Very strange. You were so great on on Colton's season. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just glad you're going to get the chance to find love. Now, I've concocted all this, by the way. This is none of this is based in fact, what I'm saying about uh, about Peter's mom, but it's funny to think that's her perspective. Okay, thanks, AP. (laughs) After his flight today with Hannah, Peter knew, and he tells this to his dad, that's my person. I found my person. I haven't expressed it to her in the ultimate way. Now, I think after Peter saying the ultimate way, referring to I love, I you. love you, I think we have to start referring to I love the you ultimate as the way. ultimate That's the tier. top tier. <laughs> the ultimate yeah, way. The ultimate. <laughs> he, oh, he gave her the ultimate AB, and that <laughs> says I love you. Uh, what do you got in this conversation? I think Pops is shipping these two, okay? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think Pops is all in. One of the great questions I can remember from a dad came here, Rim, and he's he, it was after Peter told him that he basically told him he loves her. He asked him, "Are you are you prepared for how this might go?" And I don't think you always you always hear that. Um, he it wasn't like a I disagree what you're doing. You might get your heart broken. It's like no, just just be prepared. There's four guys here. Just. Prepare yourself a little bit in case she dumps you. That's what he asked her. That's what he asked Peter. A lot of emotion here, A.B. Pete's dad starts crying. Just secure masculinity, okay? And you love to see it on TV. They both say, I love you. They both say, I love you. You love to see it, Rim. Great moment, honestly. Dad and son, love you, dad, love you, son. He loves his son so much, and he thinks his son might have found the person he's going to oh, spend his life imagine? with the can joy that his son joy? is feeling is making <laughs> him fill with joy it's incredible to see it's a great moment yeah. it's a great moment cry you know i'm more emotional now it's talking about it than i was watching it even <laughs> good for peter and his dad peter's parents love him peter's okay? dad, holy cow it cuts to a scene of peter's dad and i found this kind of funny he's talking about how Peter wears his heart on his sleeve, and it's such a great uh, trait of his. As he's bawling, Peter's dad is bawling, <laughs> currently he wearing <laughs> his heart on his sleeve in front of the nation. Yep. Oh, cute. Anyway, Peter says to the camera, as we wrap this up, he says, I'm in love with Hannah. But then, we, we get this every season, A.B. Someone hasn't said I love you to the lead. They post hometown, they're like, I love the lead. Trust me, I promise. Mm-hmm. Comes time... You know, time to say it. Brass tacks. <laughs> you gotta say it. He, he can't do it. He, he can't drop the LB. Bug. He's kind of <laughs> runner to second. 
Okay. Yep. Now, I don't want to say he blew it because I don't think Hannah expected, okay, now, I don't think Hannah is like the type you of got, lead where it's like, you say it now. Yeah. I don't think he was in any danger of going home. No. But the music they played, I don't know if you caught this, the music, I thought the date went great yeah. and the nighttime I went great too. and everything, but then the mu- when he didn't say I love you, the music changed to like really sad and going home music, which gave me a little pause. I don't want to say he blew it, but he blew it in terms of maintaining his hold on the lead, maybe. Stay tuned, power rankings. I thought this was a good I thought this was a good hometown. All I'm saying is if I were a passenger in Peter's car, he'd make me sit in the back seat and then he'd say halfway through the ride, You ever been in a car like this before? And then I'd be like, All right. That's just all I'm saying about Pete, all right? You have anything else on the hometown A B? No, I thought it went really good. Uh just the the music at the end. Like I said, gave me a little pause. It just shows you the power these producers hold up for us. Like, I thought it was a great date, and then they play that music. I'm like, uh-oh. Yep. Is Peter going home? And that would never cross my mind without the music that had nothing to do with the actual scene. There were some production choices in this episode that I thought were really good. And we'll get to them. Not this hometown, but maybe the last. I don't remember the order. Next up, Tyler C. Hometown in Jupiter, Florida. Leg wrap hug and kiss. Um, here's the gist of the first probably five minutes or so. Tyler C is uh, hot. Do you have anything else on that? No, no. They're shirtless, riding around the boat. They hop on a boat. They rub each other down with some sunscreen. Of course, we're the talking passion, glistening. The hands are all over the place. They both look great. Uh, this is just two hot people riding on a, a hot boat. Leg wrap make out in the water. Okay. The water's very clear in Jupiter. It's beautiful. It's a beautiful if place. If you don't know Jupiter, if you don't know Jupiter, that's where Tiger Woods lives. Okay. <laughs> Waterfront property everywhere you look. Speaking of waterfront property, when they're cruising around on the boat, Tyler can kind of, I like this because he could, it's a different way to cruise, cruise the Ave and show me somebody your hometown. It's a big baller tour. This is a big baller tour. This isn't your normal drive around type of deal. Tyler points out the house that he and his family grew up in, mentions the story of why they had to, uh, you know, downsize probably. Very quickly, they move on, though, to sipping ice lemonade, where they talk about how Tyler hasn't seen his dad in a while. Now, you'll remember Tyler's dad had recently come out of a coma. Big deal. Before he came on this show, and that's when Tyler and his dad watched the show, because as we find out later, Tyler and his dad are great pals. Misses his dad a lot, and this is going to be an emotional reunion. Anything on this, A.B.? An interesting thing here that made me think a little bit, Rim. Hannah, while they're wrapping up the boat ride, she's gushing over the lifestyle that Tyler lives. She's like, if basically, if I choose Peter, or if I, excuse me, if I choose Tyler, this is going to be not my vacation. This is going to be my life, this paradise, she even says. It makes you wonder, like, if you were in this situation, how much would their home, uh, Hannah's made it pretty clear she, she will move anywhere for them, wherever she picks. So I would think where they live could have a big effect on who she chooses, especially if, you know, if you have two people neck and neck, yeah, let me choose paradise over wherever. Great point. It also, as a high-level note about the franchise, it all depends on how willing the Bachelor or Bachelorette is to leave their home. Yeah, exactly. We've had different ones, like I think Nick Vile 
basically didn't talk about where he would live with you know Vanessa, Vanessa and would, or whoever. Yeah. Well, he picked someone that lived in Canada. He had no desire to live in Canada, <laughs> and she said she had no desire really to live in the United States. So, what are yeah. we doing here? <laughs> yeah, no, I think you're right, and that will be interesting to see how much that plays a role. I don't think they'll talk about it, but there's something in the back of your there's head. Something to that. Could, I could live in Jupiter. Jupiter's very pretty. I must very say, very pretty. Let's meet the family. Let's try to go through this quickly because. I mean, who am I kidding? Let's meet the family. Um, quick, AB. You want me to talk like a TV show producer here? I'd love it. The big moment here was Tyler and his dad reunion. I don't think they should have gotten close-up shots of Tyler and his dad hugging. There's a camera on either side of the hug so you could see both their faces. Picture-perfect shots of their faces on either side. My opinion if you want to give a portray a real situation occurring, it would have been more effective if you just let that moment happen on its own. First off, the human thing would be to let them have that moment. Yeah. <laughs> sure. There's not a camera in your face. But also just kind of away from everyone else and then almost make it like, oh, like this is happening over here. Let's see if we can capture this from like afar. And then they still have the mics on. You can get the audio. You don't need to have it right there. It just would have been better if it weren't right that's my opinion. Listen, all that Great said, reunion, all that said that was reunion. one of the most beautiful moments I've ever seen on television. And you know me, Rem. I'm not going to overhype something just to get the clicks. No, this was beautiful. You know, I hate when people do that, yeah. and I'm glad you don't, so thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but I agree with you. It was great. It was great. I'm just saying, you know, could have been, been fantastic. I disagree, Rem. I mean, I couldn't disagree more. This thing almost brought a tear to my eye. It was beautiful, <laughs> Rem. I can't let you just come in here... And rip the producers. Right. It was beautiful. Like, they embraced in like a 30 second hug. I love that they had the cameras on them real close so I could see the emotion in their eyes, Rim. I needed to see it. I needed to see how, how ugh, they're, they're squeezing yeah, each other. Oh, so, yeah, that was a squeeze. Them boys were squeeze. squeezing each other because yeah. they love each other and have missed each other. Okay. okay. And I needed a oh, close. Great point. I'm just a little detached from reality. I'm like the dad in, uh, True Beverly Hills, the one who's a movie director. I have and he's not always seen got True the, he's Beverly got the, Hills. But he's always, let me tell you, he's a dad and he's got, he's always doing this, like, how does this look on the TV? That's what I'm doing, like, hmm, how could this be better? All right, great segment where I do something with my hands. Anyway, Tyler's dad sees the way Tyler looks at Hannah and he thinks, holy cow, these two, these two might be in love. Tyler and his dad, quick health update. Tyler quickly doesn't really want to talk about him and Hannah. He's like, hey, man. Like, no, come on. it's... Uh, How you doing? This is Post more COVID serious here, than this show. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Some things are bigger than The Bachelorette, okay? Be in the, this your is father's house is, health is one of them. Okay. So Tyler's dad is down to support him and Hannah in whatever happens. Just another father-son expression of love on the episode, A.B. What do you got on this I, interaction? I don't know that I've ever liked a, a father on these shows more... Yes. Than Tyler's dad. What a gent. The way he was calling him buddy. Ooh, it just. Everything he did was awesome. Love this guy so much. One of the great guys. And he was really good with Hannah, too. If you want to skip ahead, which we've. Which is unprecedented, I would say. You want to skip ahead? He said, You guys are so happy together. Tyler might be in love. And here's a little. If you like wise, sage sayings. You can't plan to fall in love. It just hits you right between the eyes. Wow. Wow. 
Wow. Tyler's Tyler's dad is the man, in my opinion. He calls her Miss Hannah B, which I think is really cute, cute. too. It's adorable. Listen, Tyler and his dad, I love them both. They're two great guys. And you see where Tyler got it from. Tyler's brothers with Hannah. Now, AB, how cool are these teens? I don't know. I don't know how old they are. (laughs) Were you intimidated by these cool kids? They didn't stand out to me like (laughs) Jack did. Jack? Jack? One thing I noticed here, Hannah, when she's talking about Tyler with Tyler's family, she mentioned a couple times, like, he's pretty smooth. Like, mm-hmm. it's kind of the thing with Tyler, but it's not, that's what I've been saying. It's not, I don't think he, it's harmless, it's harmless kind of fun, cute lines, not like sleazeball lines. He doesn't Agreed. make you feel like you need a shower after his lines. They're just funny little corny things he says. They say Tyler has really matured. Stepped up when their dad, you know, was on the sidelines for a while with the coma. They can see him getting engaged, AB. This was an incredible conversation that really painted Tyler in a great light room. I, I didn't think, I don't, I don't know a time that there's been a Bachelor contestant, Bachelorette contestant, that came off looking better because of what the siblings and the parents said like they made Tyler look great here Tyler's mom uh with Tyler Tyler says he's opened up more than he thought he would Tyler also said there's no doubt he can be the guy to propose at the end we didn't see a lot of Tyler's mom but I think she also would have put him over in that manner with Hannah uh so good hometown absolutely great hometown. okay two good hometowns in a row that were positive for the the person at home love seeing it you want to talk about the bench chat so after hometown for those who don't watch you go out on the bench in front of the house or the patio oh yeah 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 um have to and if you haven't said i love you yet you know this is like this is the time say it now or get off the ride type of moment (laughs) uh these two i think they're past that point already falling for each other etc hannah hasn't said it but tyler has and then they make out in the car, A.B. You open the door for the lady, and you say, you know, off, you know, kiss the hand or type of thing. These, be a gentleman. But these two just couldn't let the night end, A.B., and they're making out in the car with the door open, <laughs> Hannah straddling him, and the driver in the front seat. Very strange. Very strange. you got to imagine the family looking out the window. They're not just like... Oh, the date's oh, over. No. Everyone's they're rushing to the window up to the see. salad bowls. No, no, they're no. See, they're going to see how the date really ends. So they're watching from the window. You got a driver in the front seat. Like, wait, it's yeah. very confused by what's going. On. Very confused going on, and they're straddling each other. And that's what happens when you're that much in love, Rim. Though you can't keep your hands off each other. Uh, you don't think Tyler has a little bit of a flair for the dramatic, a little bit, maybe like, let me put, a, let me see, let me give the people what they want here type of situation. I think Tyler knows what the people want, AB. <laughs> I didn't take it that way. I just thought it was okay. two kids wrapped up in, in something, in the feelings. Who, after these two hometowns, who did you think, who's, whose hometown was better, Peter or Tyler's, and who did you think had a leg up? I think, ta- I think Tyler came off the best here. Uh, the his family, I think, might have won him this season. Yeah, I really do. Yeah. All righty, B. Let's take a quick break. What do you say? 
Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Let's go to Luke's hometown, Gainesville, Georgia. And one more, th- one more thing about Tyler Rim and Peter in, in comparison. Both seem like great guys, right? Both, obviously, she likes them both. Who's going to be more fun, Rim? Tyler. Okay. That's why I think Tyler has got a leg up here in winning this season. He has a great time. He has a great attitude that I think matches... Hannah's a little closer than Peter does. Peter's a little more reserved. Tyler's out there. They could have a blast together, and they do anytime they're together. So I, I think that this couple makes a lot of sense. I'm with you. What's interesting is Hannah several times this season has said something along the lines of, "Peter's the guy who's I see pushing the stroller." Peter's who I sure. thought I would marry when I played with Barbies when I was a kid. She keeps saying those things, which are, we've said, oh, well, lock it up then. If you think that, then this is over. But then Peter is, I don't think Peter has spent a lot of time at the top in her power rankings. And I don't think he's there after these two hometown dates. Um, maybe Hannah does want more of the fun than the the prototype dad is what she's been Does, seeing with Peter. Maybe the things about the stroller and stuff is actually a, not a positive. Have you ever yeah, thought about that's, that? That's Rim? what I meant. A to lot say, of times yeah. you say that and you're like, that person's kind of boring, boring. right? Boring. Yeah. Maybe yeah. that's what she means here. For the record, AB's a sh- push. I'm a stroller, stroller guy. Not boring. Cool, fun <laughs> guy. I'm a okay. stroller guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's go to Luke's hometown, Gainesville, Georgia. Unfortunately. This date also begins with a leg wrap kiss. I was hoping yeah. it wouldn't. It did. Surprised. We're in trouble. Yeah. One thing I notice here. Hannah starts the date to the camera saying Luke's definitely complex and I want to un- and I want to understand why he is the way he is. A throwaway line, right? But I think it might help explain why Hannah keeps him around, okay? She just seems she's intrigued. She's just a, I think she's a curious person. She's always been saying to these guys, tell me more, tell me more, just tell me stuff. And Luke has a whole lot of layers you can peel back or things. There's a lot of, if you go through different phases in your life at an early age already, there's a lot to learn about a person. That's more interesting to a curious person than maybe someone who seems like normal has a stuff together. together nothing nothing inter- peter's life seems that we, what we know about it seems pretty 
straight line to this point, nothing crazy going on. She wants to know more about Luke. So I think that's that might be why she wants to keep him around in addition to the the faith connection they have. So maybe that's why. I don't know. Theory. In fact, Hannah even compares him to a jigsaw puzzle. Hmm. What'd you make of this analogy? Got the corners, middle part not figured out. I don't really, when I think of Luke, I don't think of him being this complex guy. I think we've Ooh. seen who he is. <laughs> and I, I'm not confused about right him. In front of your face. Yes. <laughs> I don't, I'm, not, I'm not intrigued by this man. I, I think we've seen who Luke is very clear. This analogy has Rim's analogy seal of approval. It's tough to get. <laughs> it's tough to get. Okay, jigsaw puzzle, trying to work through it, put it all together. Some of the pieces are The flipped. relationship maybe is a jigsaw, but Perfect what do analogy. we not see? What do we not know about Luke? Mike is the Mona Lisa, AB. <laughs> so if you want to do analogies, you're over here and you're like, wow, the most beautiful painting in the world. And on the other side- the thing that you're dealing with now is you have an unfinished jigsaw puzzle that's usually in a, they just, it's just stored in a Ziploc. Well, so this is she one doesn't of even the, have the, she doesn't have the box to go off. You know how you go off the box. <laughs> yeah, we got tons of those. Picture. This is the one box. of those three and unders, three years old and under, like ten pieces. Yeah, that's this type pieces. of jigsaw puzzle. <laughs> Forty pieces. <laughs> yeah, and to me, it's like oh, you got all right jigsaw puzzle. Good analogy. Mona Lisa over here, and Mona Lisa is at home now. Okay. <laughs> You got the jigsaw puzzle, and that's what you got to work with now. Anyway, Luke, what do you make of that? And does good. that have AB's analogy? That, okay, thank my you. analogy approval. More I didn't like. Bit, I didn't like where you were going there, but you couldn't have got where yeah. it ended without me being mad at the start. Okay. Yep. I stand on the shoulders of Hannah's great analogies, and then uh, stomp them out. Also <laughs> in the process, uh, Luke brings Hannah to a pre-church service called Sunday school. He kicks off the festivities by talking about his personal struggles, how he's made changes in his life, etc. Tells everyone in the big room about how he got into drinking in high school, sex chasing in college. Chasing sex. Then the shower story. That's fine. Okay. okay? We've, heard, we've heard it before as viewers. I'm pretty sure these people probably have two of you comfortable I'm, telling them on camera. <laughs> that's what I'm confused about. Who... Is he telling this story to? If you have a, a weekly Sunday school like where you share stories about each other, all these people have already heard this story, correct? I don't, had to have. That's why I don't buy. I don't know if I buy what's going on here with this story. It just seems like his one story that he uses to explain everything in his life. They these people because it's his best. Almost story. certainly had heard this because. That's not, nobody was surprised by any of the revelations in it. So it was just like his baseline, this is me story. But that's the story you tell people you've, a room full of people you've never met before. Yeah. Maybe not the people, you, the, the people closest to you who all know it. I, I'm assuming they all know it. But anyway, the, my point is, you brought Hannah to beat a bunch of people you know, and there's probably 20, 30 people in the room. And it's just you giving a speech? Can, can Hannah talk? Can Hannah talk to the people? Just, this is classic Luke. Owning the conversation. He brought her up. He was like, this is Hannah. And then the other guy was like, all right, everybody go talk small to small like, can, <laughs> yeah, small groups. Can Hannah, get, can Hannah say anything here? I don't know. To me, it would have been like, look at this person I brought and meet her. And here's all the great things she's done for me and how we're great together. And I hope to marry her one day. 
But instead, it was Luke's. It was the Luke show a little bit. I hope I'm not stepping on any toes there, but that's, that's what the it came thing. Up to I don't me. want to step on any toes here with everything that's going on on this date. But I don't. Something rubbed me the wrong way a little bit about all this. I think we're looking at the pro Luke P all stars, the the A team of the pro Luke P crowd in the town, <laughs> because every, like you predicted, or maybe it was in the mailbag. This allowed Luke P a chance to gather the people who will really gas him up, put him over, as they say. As it turns out, Luke P was right when he said that everybody loves him because these people, these people were, love him. were very pro Luke P. Here's the thing you got to realize, though. This is all it, number one. It was it seemed like a lot of younger people who might look up to him in this. Is it a ch- it, church? Or maybe they went to school. I mean, it's a small town. They might have gone to school together. But you're, that's a good point. There was a, somebody who's probably 10 years younger than him. Exactly. Who was like, so I, think I remember some people, hearing about Luke P. Yeah, I think this was a lot of younger people who probably look up to him. Maybe the big time athlete in the, in the, in the area. I, don't, I didn't get any peers. I saw no peers there. That's, that's a red flag to Ooh. me. I didn't see any people that were actually his friends. There were a lot of people like 10 years older and then 30 years older. Oh, excuse me. There were a lot of people like 10 years yep, younger than it. Luke and like 30 <laughs> years older than Luke. But I didn't see any of Luke's friends. Where are Luke's friends? No. And you know me, Rim. If if someone doesn't have any friends, any. Or at least none that you're willing to share with your potential mate for life. Um, there was one lady who said Luke loves the underdog and he's going to reach out to them and be hospitable. Maybe he is. At home. Sure. I'm interested to know what that lady thought about last week's episode when Luke was rudely celebrating Mike's departure <laughs> because it was one less person to deal with. That to me doesn't seem or like a when Luke reach, was reaching out to the underdog. Was throwing baloney on someone's chest with a clenched fist standing over him in a power <laughs> position. Is that something that all that. of you <laughs> agree with? I hey, hey, listen. Luke, hey, people have flaws, but it just seemed like this was like... I tweeted I'm this getting out. The two Luke, different Luke. sides of a heckle and jive yeah. feel with Luke. Like there's two different Luke's here. Heckle there's and a jive church for sure. Luke, heckle and there's and another jive. Luke that we are not fully seen. I, I absolutely. I just don't. Luke P. Best behavior in front of these people. These people love him. They say all these great things about him. They, the reviews were almost too glowing. No, none of them admitted that Luke had any could flaws. Maybe not and be they couldn't even imagine. They couldn't imagine it. That's the they key. They couldn't imagine him doing some. And the par- and his family was the same way. And we'll talk about this later. But they couldn't even imagine some of the stuff that we've only seen. He's he's had like ten things that they couldn't even imagine him doing. Like we've seen him, and it wasn't the TV show. Like he actually body slammed another person and kneed oh, them in the that, head. Yeah. You can't like that's not something that nice. Underdog person does i don't know what else to tell you like we saw this uh i would be interested i would have liked to be i would have liked to have watched these episodes with some of the people and maybe that just says that they don't know him that well if they only know the good Mm -hmm. sunday school luke there's people i know who probably think i'm uh, amazing because i don't i see him twice a year (laughs) you know what i mean (laughs) they don't get it they don't get me every day so Anyway, moving on, Luke's uh, Luke's family. It was. I'll put it this way: that was effective, though. Let's bring it back to Hannah. This a whole bit. thing was I, effective. Hannah, Hannah was very impressed by the Sunday school people. Let's move on to Luke's family. Uh, Luke, I got the names here, and I didn't get the names here, but I'm going to say the names: Mom Elizabeth, Dad Mike, my brother Mike, my other brother Mike. Just kidding. That's from uh, 
Tomorrow, the brother Daryl, great grandma and grandma. Okay, multi generational. Ninety six year old great grandma. That's old. That's Child a hell of a life. Great grandma. That's a hell of a life. Luke tells everyone that he told Hannah he was falling in love with her week one. And the reaction to this gave an indication of how their reaction would be to everything. That's great. Most of them are like, (laughs) yeah, good job. And then a strange thing happened, A.B. Hannah was describing the problems as, as has become routine now in these hometowns. The first thing Hannah brings up is the bad parts. Hannah was describing the problems Luke had in the house with the other guys. And she said, it became Luke against the rest of the house a little bit. And then Luke's sister goes, oh, that's great. And then her, his dad goes, he had you on his side. That's good. And I was like, what are you talking about? What are you talking about? There's everybody like 20 people him. who had a problem <laughs> with your said, son. <laughs> she said, everybody hated your son in the house. And it's probably been a living hell for your son. Why is that a great? That's who he's lived with. At least show maybe... Maybe say, oh, I wonder why they thought that. But if you don't want to say that, maybe go, oh, I hope Luke was okay. Instead, they said, oh, perfect. That's the (laughs) ideal scenario for you two. Just you and him. Oh, that's great. Glad you guys had that together. It was like, no, it was bad. This was bad. (laughs) It was really bad. (laughs) In fact, Hannah even says, truly, for three weeks, three weeks, I feel like we didn't have a real conversation because they were too busy trying to sort out the the house drama. So Luke's... Whether or not his faults are not at fault because they don't know the details because of Luke's actions, these this couple is not as far as long as they should be because they didn't get to talk about anything. Yep. This is bad, Luke's family. Okay, <laughs> well, and then his I think it was his sister in law who's a little removed from the family, maybe is like, wait a second, ignore all these crazy people. Uh, <laughs> so why the fuck are we the here park. then? Is, is basically what she has. No, why? no, that was I, I took that as that looked like his uncle, looked like it could be his dad's brother. But oh, he definitely said that. He was like, why are we here? What's, uh, <laughs> Wait, what sounds, am, sounds bad. Sounds, sounds like this relationship shouldn't be continued on. What's going on here? Yeah. What, why do you like him, man? Is it his beard? I don't know. Dad defends him a little bit. And here's, here's the real first glimpse of what you mentioned earlier. He just doesn't understand how his son, the golden boy, could have angered these other people. He's just like, that doesn't, that can't be Luke. Not my Luke. Luke and his dad talk a little bit. Do you got anything on this, A.B.? Luke's dad uh, asks him, basically, has this been all worth it? And Luke Luke says it has. He kind of brings in some other stuff. He talks about staying in his lane. I think he forgot his audience here for some reason. He talks about (laughs) how he's staying in his lane. And then he talks about the strength of their spiritual connection, Rem. His dad liked to hear Which that hits, for sure. Hits real nicely with the family. You know, if his dad was if his dad was on the fence about this, that Spiel's brought him over line. to the. I'm oh, yeah. on board now. Yep, okay, absolutely. yep, we're good. Um, because if that was not there, I think I can imagine his dad not being as down with this. Luke also says the last week and a half post fighting with the you know post conflict with the group. He says the last week and a half, week and a half, my relationship with Hannah has been on track. It's not a real long time. You got to remember logistics, the things rim here. You got travel in there a week and a half. You probably, that's not a long time in this scenario. You probably, you're talking about two days with her or something. So basically the last two or three conversations I've had with Hannah, it went pretty it well. Went okay. That's supposed to re that's supposed to reassure your father that you're going to marry this person. I and don't know. Just to remind people, the last conversations didn't go that good. 
It was the it was the two on one where him and Garrett were yelling at each other. <laughs> <laughs> People forget about that. Yeah, <laughs> that was the last time he saw her. What'd you make of Luke's brother? You want to talk about a guy who? I mean, the man stayed on script. AB put Luke over. I think like nobody else. Hanno says, "Here are the things that have annoyed me about Luke." Okay. Then Luke's brother says, "It's fine. Once he realizes like a bad thing that he's done." You'll have the most humble guy. He'll be, he'll say sorry and he'll just like be better moving forward. Maybe pull back on my opinion, do pull back on doing the thing that you have to apologize for later in the first place. It's, I don't know if like, oh, he's really good at realizing when he screws up all the time is a good trait. (laughs) Hopefully, just maybe don't screw up all the time in the first place. I don't know. How about Hannah and Luke's dad? Hannah mentions that they have a really strong relationship because of all they've gone through. Now, that came up a couple times this episode, Rim, about how much they've gone through. I don't really consider this like going through something with someone. It's not a real hardship. No, like you aren't going through an experience, a tough experience with someone right now. You two just aren't compatible. And it was really hard to get through that. I, but that's not that's not anything that it makes your relationship better is getting through that you didn't really like each other for a little bit. Luke's dad describes his someone when they're talking about this, describes his son as someone who, quote, gets in a fight to stop the other guys from fighting and then turns like that's Luke. He the, the the it ran out he ran out of gas but he's like he gets in a fight <laughs> to stop the other guys there. from fighting yeah uh, that was a strange way that's uh, again even though the the family's own words about their son are not glowing but they're saying them in a way that's like isn't that great i'm like <laughs> getting in a fight to stop other people from getting first off that's not even what happened number one he's the one who st- is in the fights <laughs> beginning he's in the the base fight he's not coming in third party <laughs> trying to save everybody he's in the muck at the beginning uh but anyway his dad says there's no doubt he'll be ready for an engagement big time points though and he says if you want someone that's going to love you luke is going to love you fiercely mm. Mm. Strong words. Luke with his mom. A prevailing topic of conversation here with all the different groups is that he hasn't been himself. Luke hasn't been himself. And Hannah, because Luke has been, you know, fending off these arguments or whatever, Hannah doesn't really know who Luke is because he's way different than the mean guy that she's describing with the other guys. So, They don't know each other, Hannah and Luke, but everyone is confident they'll be engaged soon. It just seems strange to me, like, oh, it's so glad that you guys are so great together, but also you don't even know Luke. Like, he's really not, he's not who you've been with this whole time. (laughs) So why would you get engaged with him? Why are we here? Like the uncle said, why are we here? (laughs) What do you got on the patio bench time wrapping up this hometown? I hope we weren't too hard. I hope we weren't out of line with anything we said about this family. It's it's tricky. These are family members, AB. They didn't ask to be on the show. Listen, we could have went a lot worse with everything here. I just gotta, I guess if you want to set the bar low, we surpassed it for sure. I got a weird vibe by this whole date, Rim. I'll say it. I don't. I don't know. And it just didn't seem like there was enough. Um, like that's when you're brutally honest. When you when you bring a potential lifelong mate to meet your family for the first time. 
maybe you commiserate over shared like what's good about the person, but also what's kind of funny and annoying about the, this was like, oh, this our Luke has no there's nothing wrong with our Luke when, you know, she's telling you there is <laughs> Luke sits down with Hannah Rim. He tells her he can see a future with her and that when he looks in her eyes, he sees his future wife. And I think he said, I love you here. He did. I believe he did. And she bought it, Rim. They're back. These two are are really, really back in a big way. And you're crazy to think this guy doesn't have a shot at winning this season. She's very into him. This was the first time they had a good date where nothing went wrong. He finally had some people on his side. They gassed him up a little bit. It made her, It gave her some reassurance that she kept him because she saw the good in him. And all these people reiterated to her what those good things were. Now, I don't believe them. And I don't believe that he has. I don't believe that the good qualities, if he does have them, outweigh some of the negatives that we know for sure that he does have. But that's besides the point. She is into it. She's into this relationship and they're back. Luke was always going to get this hometown because Hannah wanted to see... She wanted I gotta to see, see what, what the yeah, people know. Let me really see what's saying. good here. They made out like two people who just got engaged. <laughs> they were all over. This was a can't wait to spend the rest of my life yeah. with you. It was Make a long out. road, but they haven't shared a moment like this since when he was giving her that naked massage. <laughs> people forget <laughs> it that it wasn't naked. <laughs> um, to the camera, Hannah says, I feel like I have fallen in love. And then she catches herself. I feel yeah. like I am falling in love with him. So she, she, she said, I love, she said she loves him rim. And I'm going to count that. Yep. I count it too, because it's, she caught herself, but we heard it. You can't take back what you said. I heard you say it. Little soccer reference. We went to the VAR, ran the tape. <laughs> uh, that's counts. Sorry. All right, let's move on. What? What? So good or bad hometown for Luke? Entertaining or not hometown for really you? Really good for him. I don't buy anything that I saw. Okay. <laughs> 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 Friends of the family. I don't buy any of it. I don't. Okay. I'm sorry. I don't. I think at best, this man is living a double life. <laughs> that's <laughs> that's, that's probably best. true. That's probably true. Yeah, at best. Double life, which actually <laughs> is better than... Not living it's the double life thought, and just I guess, being a jerk all the time. a couple time. days yeah. of the week is pretty good. <laughs> yeah. All right. Jed's hometown, Knoxville, Tennessee. One of the great hometowns of the modern era, I'll say. I <laughs> loved watching this hometown. If you don't know the Jed news, I want to speak openly about the Jed news during this hometown. Yes. If you don't know the Jed news, skip ahead. Fair warning. I think everyone knows, like you said, especially at this point. If you don't, again, if you don't know the off-screen news with Jed, it's not a spoiler, but if you don't know that news, skip ahead. Start with a leg wrap kiss. Everyone got a leg wrap kiss. We Nothing was revealed to us there. I mean, it seemed like something would be revealed. Nothing I didn't, was revealed I thought to there was going to be something, yeah. Reminder, Hannah told Jed. It's crazy to think about this because I've never thought Jed was really, truly the front runner. But Hannah told Jed she's falling in love with him on their last The only day. one at that point. The only one. To Jed's chagrin, I might add. <laughs> Jed- <laughs> okay. They open, they go to... Shout out to Jed uh, getting some studio time on ABC's Dime. He's like, <laughs> you, gotta give you guys are going to pay for this. We go to the studio. Yeah. Uh, what did you make of their songwriting 
activity. Uh, it seemed to me like a middle school activity where you just say words and put them in a it song. It was. It was tough to see, though, um, as a as a Jed hater at this point. I don't like the guy. <laughs> I hate the guy, as was very clear last week. It's tough to see when they're like trying to come up with stuff to write. Uh, let's think about all the good stuff we've gone through. And they got like three or four pages written out there. Rim, it's tough to see that. These two have oh, a connection yeah. and they have a lot of experiences. And I don't like seeing that. They do have a lot of experiences. For example, cobblestones. <laughs> that's like the. Did you ever? That's the main a, thing. That's a, that was that seemed to be the crux of the song. A great Kyle Mooney and Beck Bennett deleted sketch on SNL is when he was in the he was the dance thing. Very funny. I highly recommend everybody checks it out, and you'll get that joke a little better. Uh. She's really good at everything, Jez says. I love that about her. Really non-specific thing to like about a person. Also false thing. They're good at everything. I mean, you. She's not a good singer. She's not a good songwriter. I'll go that far. <laughs> Neither of you are, frankly. Um, <laughs> then they record. Okay, let me talk about the recording because I'm passionate about this. They're singing away from the mic, and they're not shooting a music video. You know how when the no rim. That's I think that's how you have to do it if it's a it's a duet. Do you want me to do you want me to do what they were doing and see how it comes through on the final product here? <laughs> yeah, let's. I'll be you, Mister Right Girl. They were, I'm actually too rim, close. That's coming I, through loud like, and clear. You're not gonna like. <laughs> that sounds great. I'll be you, Miss. Well, I'll probably, you know, me, the engineer. It'll yeah, come you're gonna better. you're gonna lower the volume. <laughs> it's gonna be yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm gonna I'm that gonna fix great this rim. so the bit works. Okay, well, I got a great mic. Anyway, um, I don't think it probably wasn't even recording, and nor should it have been recorded. The microphone should not have been recording. Well, where is this song gonna go? Why do they need to record it? Exactly, and the lyrics aren't finished, and they don't know who goes when. Okay, it's a dumpster fire of a song. Again, push aside <laughs> the off-screen stuff. A B. I was watching wow. Hannah just swoon over this guy and i gotta say i was completely befumbled like this is this is working for you jed just kind of mumbling through a song you guys just wrote it seemed like a half-assed effort from a guy who did not want to be there what did you make it of this? pains me to say this rim i wish i could agree with you here but the vocals were good i thought the songwriting was pretty good writing songs is an easy rim they were in the moment writing us a, a song and it was pretty enjoyable i thought <laughs> listening to it i thought every- I mean, you talk about one of the all-time one 80s. It's A B on Jed's singing. <laughs> the vocals were good. I don't know what else to tell you. I would have fallen for but what him about, too. But what about Hannah just being head over heels, googly eyes in love with Jed? They're in the studio. He rim. wasn't giving. Everyone off a hasn't vibe always like, been in I'm the enjoying st- this. Everyone doesn't have this experience of being. Think about going in a, a legit ass studio and recording a song, and he, this dude's playing the m- music and singing for you now. I will say he has sung like six <laughs> times, so it probably yeah. shouldn't still work like this. But it, uh, it it worked, and I can I can envision why it would work. They're in the studio. He just wrote a beautiful song. Uh, say what you want so about at this the point, lyrics. You're thinking you're at this point. You're thinking Hannah loves all four of these guys, and there's she. Just, yeah, I didn't in. know. Great hometown. I had no clue. Yeah, I think they all went pretty good. Okay, let's move on to uh, one of the great moments in time really jed says do you have jed just doesn't give me any juice ab you want to talk about yeah, lack of juice jed has zero juice jed voice really monotone I'm gonna try. and 
with no passion or feeling like a robot. You know, I can't get that unexcited about life. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. I can't get into that headspace. I'll do my best. I really will. Okay. Do you ever just feel like your heart is coming out of your chest because you just have to say something you just can't? Was that the audio from the show or was that rim? We'll never know. That's really good. And then Hannah goes, what do you mean? ABC, you'll note, really leaned into the off-screen drama with the commercial bumpers because they cut it off. Like you watched it on ABC.com, yeah. but the preview was like coming up. And then he says that he's like, I've got something big to the tell you. And I don't want to say seem it. Like he was about to tell her something <laughs> bad. Yeah. Yeah. Like I have a girlfriend. It was great. That was good production. But then here's what he said. <sighs> Huge sigh. <sighs> I love you. Like that. <laughs> Like that, like he was doing a chore reluctantly, finishing a task that he was assigned. Yeah, he felt obligated to do. He said it with the headphones on, probably playing white noise into his ear so he didn't have to hear himself. Hey, say less truthful than than that. I love you. After he said it, now go ahead. Some of yeah, tell me about. Sorry, I got a long, I got a long block of notes here. Give me your one question I have about all of this is how differently I'd be looking at it if I didn't know he was a cheating stripper. Well, now people got to make money. I got no problem with the stripper thing, but the the girlfriend thing is an issue. Go ahead. <laughs> I'd be a stripper if I, I could. I just wonder if I would think so negatively about this, like thinking he's so ingenuine, all this stuff. Maybe he's just a really dry guy. But with the outside stuff combined with it, it just makes it laughable how much... <laughs> He doesn't. Yeah, then it's it is obvious. Real. Of course, it's obvious. I, we wouldn't be looking as hard at it, but I still would be like bored. I think it, the way he, he says these, bit, he seems uninterested. And I'll note this later, but every time he has to express care or love for Hannah, and every time someone talks about them together, he's like, he just has this look on his face, like, geez. I'm in really deep. I don't want to be doing this. <laughs> Didn't see he really does have his here. look. And I think we would notice that even with the off screen, without the off screen stuff, I think we would notice like, does Jed actually like her? Cause he's not acting like he likes her. We'll never know though. Yeah. And all right, here's my, my last little rant about this. I like my bat. You know me, AB. <laughs> I do know. I like my bachelor experience to be pure. Absolutely. I want the people there for the right reasons. I want the lead to find love, all that. But there is something special about seeing someone go deeper and deeper into this game. And it's a game when it's like this and when they don't want to be there. He's past the point of any return. It's he's too deep in this this situation he's made for himself. And it's amazing to watch he knows that he should have said something three weeks ago and sent himself home like clay's done or whatever like people do all the time absolutely like sydney he should have sent himself season he should have sent himself home once he got a couple episodes under his belt a couple weeks under his belt you don't know how much screen time he's gonna get the thing once you got what you came for get out of there otherwise you're gonna end up with more than what you came for and that's where (laughs) we're at right now with this guy that's a fact it's pretty remarkable how consistent the looks on his face are when it's like getting serious. It's like, oh, man. 
<laughs> oh man i think at one point let's talk about when he met his family at one point he was talking to his dad and he was like hiding his, he's like dude <laughs> like, hit his, like this? hit his put his hand in front that of was his my face. girlfriend has she been in contact with you yeah, guys <laughs> yeah oh dude i am in deep shit dad <laughs> Dude, you got to get me out of here. You got to get me out of here. And I think they helped him get out of there, AB. Let's talk about the family. Wow. What do you make of the the opening portion when they're kind of doing the picnic? Anything stand out to you? Just looks like a loving family. Dog's there. Everyone's having a good time. Uh, Jed's dad's there. Uh, what'd, you, what'd you make of Jed's daddy? Cool, cool guy. Yeah. Kind of guy I'd like to hang out with in Knoxville, frankly. Sure. Little, you dis- little you failed like musician that? in Nashville. Oh, okay, like his right, son right, is going to be. They're little, in Knoxville. <laughs> they're, they're in Knoxville. Little failed one. musician vibe right, to well, me. Jeez. Well, AP set that up and I did not <laughs> I did not swing. <laughs> that's what you wanted me to say and I wasn't going to say there's, it. There's little vibes there. A little, I mean, that's probably the case. That's probably the case. No disrespect. Hey, go hey, for your dreams. No no shame hey, there. Sh- shoot for the moon. Sun's going to be if in the you same miss, you'll land among the stars, okay? Exactly. That's what I always say. What stood out to me, A.B., was the mom toast. It was directed at her cheating sack of she shit was staring son. At, <laughs> she was staring at her son. Okay? This, again, pretend that the off-screen drama didn't happen. This would have raised alarm bells in my mind when she's... Jed gives a generic toast to love, mm-hmm. whatever. I forgot it already. It was dry. Boring. Jed's mom gives a follow-up toast. Well, look, I don't think they even drank from the first toast. While looking directly at Jed, she said, here's to everyone trusting their intuition and their gut. When you stick to your truth, truth, it's beneficial to everybody. Truth. Quite the toast. What does that have to do with potentially marrying someone? <laughs> what does that have to do with anything? <laughs> nothing to do with Hannah, Except nothing to do with love. for your son has a girlfriend, you know it, he knows it, and it's time to, s- the truth will set him free. That's what that toast is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. the truth, she might as well have said the truth will set you free. Here's to removing skeletons from our closets. Let's hope we can Jed. do that today. Cheers. Yeah, cheers. cheers Staring son. at Jed. Hannah, obviously she has no idea. She's no, like, yeah. oh, great toast. Yeah, fabulous. Jerry is the name of Jed's dad. We got our first shout out to Jerry. He's our first real parent skeptic of the episode. And Jed is like, I know, dude, I know this is like, Jed says, this is a dad. This, this is a big commitment. And he didn't say it like, I'm excited (laughs) to make this big commitment. He's like, dude, this is a, (laughs) this is a big commitment, dad. Sure is Jed. And then Jerry asks, how about your career though? That's where... (laughs) What's going on there? What do you mean? They're they're treating Jed like he's a this budding superstar who shouldn't even be searching for love because he's got this this big time music career that's right around the corner. Well, I think maybe they talked to him about his career because they know that's why he went on the show. And that's why he said he went on the show. Nick Vile had a good tweet. He posted a picture of his family. And then when you when you hoped your son would go on American Idol but ended up on The Bachelorette instead, they're all just kind of disappointed that this is the route he's taken to <laughs> launch his career. So that's what they're concerned about. I think they're just concerned like, dude, Jed, you said you were just going to get some this Instagram what followers you so you can us. post your single. This is You've been way there too a deep. month longer than you told us you were going to be there <laughs> maximum. Yeah. Yes. Hannah and Jed's mom. What'd you make of this? It's written on her face, in my opinion. She is not happy. She is cold to Hannah. 
she even tells her that she doesn't think it would be right for them to get engaged. Really tough to hear for Santa Hannah. No, and the, her reasoning is sound, but if you want your son to marry the person in your living room, you're, you say this with a little more tact. Mm-hmm. The way that Jed's mom said this was she implied that he's not ready because he's going to be dedicated to music. Irregular, not a staple career, especially at this point for Jed. Not lend itself to a stable life for Hannah. I mean, you want to talk about scare. That's an effective scare tactic. It's a scare tactic, and I think it was planned by this family. I think this is the one get-out-of-jail-free card. Like, we haven't really heard anything up to this point about Jed's career being this involved, where it's like the career or her. He has to make this decision. Yeah, it is It is a get-out-of-jail-free card. I don't think they're implying that he's... A, I think they're implying the opposite, that he's not a successful musician yet. So... And that, but that's his profession. That's so what he there's wants. not a there's yeah there's not a stable like, there's not there's not a stable income there or or not a stable future there basically. And they emphasize that to Hannah because they don't want her to marry Jed, and they know Jed doesn't want to marry her. In my opinion, do you think Jed's family sees this like, okay, we're getting a hometown, we gotta get him out of this because we know what the truth is. Is that what you think's going on here? I think so. Especially after the second watch. I just thought they were like cold people who didn't believe in the process at first. Second watch, I'm like, they're they're doing what they can to be put a smile on their face. They're trying to get Jed out of this. And and get Jed out of this, this situation. Jed's mom even laughs after she says this stuff, but it's it's not a funny laugh. It's like a, I can't believe this is happening laugh. She's like, <laughs> Okay, well <laughs> we're here now. The family, like he was when Hannah said, I love you, was nonplussed about the whole thing. What did you make of Hannah's, uh, how, did you, how do you think this hometown went? I don't, I don't even think they had a post goodbye kiss or anything. No, they actually, they did. He took her out to the, to the car and as he's walking, he, he says, this couldn't have gone better. Jed said that? Jed said that. Well, it went according to plan. That's, That's why what that. makes me like <laughs> your sister and your parents both just said that they told Hannah that you aren't ready to be engaged. So unless that is your was your plan for it to for them to get you out of this, why would you say it went well? This date did not go well. Great hometown, though. I mean, we didn't talk about it a lot, but there were some faces and there were some lines <laughs> in that hometown. Let's go to the rose ceremony. They're all about even, according to Hannah. Doesn't know who's getting roses, who's not getting roses. Which I found interesting because, if you recall, Reclick, like a lot of cocktail parties have been canceled because, quote, she knows exactly what she wants to do. Here are the roses. Peter. Tyler. If you'll excuse me. Long break before she decides the final rose. Luke and Jed get roses. So everybody gets roses, A.B. Wow. In between there, Hannah has a conversation with Chris Harrison. He doesn't know what to do because he's never had to deal with this before. Hannah basically begs him to let her give two roses because she can't make the decision. She says she went in thinking once she got there, she was going to make a decision. Like she was 
ordering ice cream or something. <laughs> like just making the decision off the, I'll just make my decision on the menu when I get there. And then you make a terrible decision. That's what happens when you do that at restaurants. Some reason she thought this was going to work. She was going to show up there and something about these two guys, Jed and Luke, was going to change her mind and make it easy. I don't know why she thought that, but that's what she thought coming into the night. It didn't work and she had to keep all four for fantasy suites. Unprecedented rim. Did you like or not like the move? The and the more fantasy suites, the better. So I didn't mind it. Oh, interesting. Um, yeah. I usually prefer them to stick to the script, but I, this is the first time it's happened, so I don't mind it. This infuriated me. <laughs> She's not playing the game. No, here's why it infuriated me, and it has nothing to do with the game necessarily. She, her reasoning is, I haven't had enough time to get to know these guys. What are you talking about? I, f- I feel like I've ended a. Re- I'll be ending a relationship that's not complete yet. If there's, if you haven't had enough time, that is your fault. She's cut off a bunch of cocktail She's hours. She's canceled a lot of cocktail parties. She spent a lot of time talking about this drama when really her and the others should have just been above it the whole time and just swept, swept it to the side. It's focused what's not important here. Also, it's pretty obvious if you're down between Jed and Luke, they both stink in my opinion, but we see them on TV. If you're down between those two, it's pretty obvious one of them really wants to marry you and the other one is obviously going <laughs> through the motions. It's obvious even knowing, not knowing anything else. In the moment, you should be able to recognize that Jed is not that interested. I mean, say in what this. you want about Luke and we can say a lot of negative things and we have in the past. I don't think one of them has ever been he's here for the wrong reasons. No. While Jed has specifically told you that he's here for the wrong reasons. Exactly. He said like he was be- here for his music career. And then his family has reiterated <laughs> how big his music career is, which makes you think, was he actually here for the music career the whole time? That's what it would, in my head, that's what it would trigger. They're solid deal breakers on both sides. You, ha- If you want to pick one Absolutely. or the other, you can come up with a reason why. Send them both home. Send them both home. That's what I'm saying. Send them both home. Here, think about it like this, too. You've got four guys left. Two are locks, no hesitation, easy roses, Tyler and Peter. If you can't figure out who the last one should be, because you're going to marry one of these, or you're going to get engaged to one of these guys in a couple weeks. If you can't figure out who the last one should be, don't choose either of them. You shouldn't be allowed to choose either of them, because if we're going to buy into this concept, part of this is narrowing it down to who you really love, who you really like. I'm not sure it's fair to the final guy if you're unable to part with one of the third and fourth place guys three two weeks before you're engaged. Like if you're Tyler and she picks Tyler, two weeks ago she couldn't choose between Luke and she couldn't bear to part with Luke or Jed. I'd be like, dude, come on. What about us? You don't need those guys. It's obvious. Well, that's the thing too. You've made a clear line in the sand on where your power rankings are too. You have Peter... And Tyler, in whatever order you want to do, you gave them the roses. There was no hesitation. So in your mind, it is very clear that those two are the top two. So what's it matter who's three? If you're having a tough time choosing between three and four, just get rid of both of them because you already have said that these two are are further along and you like them more. Are either of the third or fourth choices going to vault to number one? Probably not. 
send them both home. Focus focus on your relationship with these two guys who you really like. It's obviously that you want to they're the clear choices for you, but you also haven't known them that well. So spend more time with them by sending both Producer the other two. Producer question here. I didn't Ram. like it. I didn't like it. Do you think maybe Hannah was like can I just get rid of both of them? And they were like, no, we'd rather you keep both of them instead of... No. You don't think the producers could have done something like that? I don't think they want two... I think they could have, but... Uh, fantasy suites. Yeah. They want more fantasy suites. No, that's true. It, you don't want it to be down to two... Because there might be three there actual be three more episodes, episodes left, left of the show, and you people? can't have it just be two people. That's what yeah. I'm wondering. Like she's, she's like, I like these two the most... Can I just get rid of both? I think that is a possibility that she asked the producers if she could get rid of both of them and was told she couldn't to just keep them both if you're if you're not sure. It's possible. I think it's unlikely because I think she really likes Lucan and she told Jed I love you last week. Yeah. I'm falling in love with you. It's crazy. You know, at a certain point, I'm all for like pursuing a lot of relationship that's an entertaining part of the show at a certain point the ideas to get down to one monogamous relationship like it or not that's the way it is start cutting people off (laughs) you know what i mean like let's let's you know make decisions here i didn't like it i didn't like i don't like that we have four people going into fantasy suites i really don't it's a little annoying because you don't want this to become the precedent here of just you know this is too tough of a decision I'm like, what if this happens in your final two? What are you gonna do? What if it's Luke and what if it's Tyler and, and you Peter just can't and you can't make a decision? Time. What is your choice? You can't be in a, in a double relationship here. That, that's not an option. Uh, what'd you make of the way they presented these two roses? I mean, I burst out laughing when Chris walked in with roses behind his back acting like yeah, they were like they I mean, couldn't they didn't know what was going on. <laughs> well, first off, Hannah goes, "I can't give out the final rose." They're like, "Come on." The guys knew what was about to happen. They're both getting Chris roses. Chris goes, obviously. "Here's the rose you asked for." <laughs> oh my god, that's such a <laughs> Come on. Jed is Have you ever seen someone less excited to get a rose than Jed? Not this, this late in a season. No. It, it, almost kind of fishy something yeah he's i would call him more upset than i've seen him to the cameras jed says it feels like i didn't get a rose at all because she was having trouble but deciding between him and luke that's not necessarily the case first of all she could have been deciding whether or not she wanted to give luke a fourth rose that could have been the decision in her mind yep he's focused more on being he's upset that he's in the same category as luke and that nearly brings him to tears. But that's not why he's stressed, A.B., because he's been in the same category as Luke for weeks now, a front runner, a contender. What's the difference between being top four this week and top four next week, both with Luke? There's no difference. Nothing changed. So why are you so upset that Luke got another rose? Yeah, I mean, it, it kind of... He thought that he should be mad, and it would look good if he got mad, so he he acted mad. Like, you got to remember the guy's got a girlfriend back at home, so and he doesn't want to be here. We've been saying that all along. So, really, he's mad about getting the rose. He didn't want the rose. Let's go to the mailbag very quickly. Wouldn't you believe it, AB? We've gone kind of long. The mailbag number is 773-234-7794. A couple comments. This is from Rachel in Dallas. AB, what do you like to see in a hometown date, and what is your most memorable hometown date from a previous season? That's a great question, Rem. A couple stand out to me. One in particular 
Nick Vile going to Corinne's hometown because of how shocking oh, yeah. it was. It was on like in like a Miami penthouse suite. And they're, oh yeah, the guy's on the beach. It was a no beach doubt. house. You could. T- her dad was great. Her dad, too. Her was, dad great. was great. If I remember correctly, he was. They went shopping, and it was it was like True Beverly Hills at the beginning when she was getting that dress. No, 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 no. They went (laughs) shopping, and I think she bought him a bunch of stuff. Oh yeah, it was no doubt just incredible. Charging (laughs) incredible hometown with Corinne, the villain who made it to just like Luke, (laughs) who made it to a hometown incredibly. What uh, what's your other one that you were thinking of? I I had a couple other in my in my head. What's his name? What's a good hometown? Not like a funny, entertaining hometown. What's one where you're like, wow, great? Oh, um. Yeah, did you did you perceive this question to be like, what's the funniest train wreck hometown? Yeah, no, that's how the, I took it. <laughs> I was <laughs> no, thinking no. about the most, I was just thinking of memorable hometowns. Well, the question is, what what is your favorite most mem- slash most memorable? And I editorialized and just said most memorable. So what's your favorite hometown? All right, AB's going to tell us his favorite hometown next week because he can't think of one. I think his mind just froze trying to think of his favorite hometown. This next question is from the 608 area code. I was wondering if you two will be doing two podcasts each week for Bachelor in Paradise since there's two episodes a week. AB, very important. The answer is no. We will be doing one episode. That's the plan as of now for both Monday and Tuesday episodes. Uh, We are going to have to figure out a way to keep the time down for those episodes do you have a question for next week's mailbag ab i want to know and this is stemmed by i get texts from people and messages and stuff about about the season and i want to know what's the general consensus on how they think this season's going and hannah in general because i think it's kind of split i think people are some people are really out on her because of, I've gotten some texts that are like, I'm not watching this bullshit anymore because of her keeping Luke on. And then I get some that they're like, go Hannah. Uh, she's yeah. she's handling these situations great. I think it's kind of mixed out there. And I'd like to find out how you feel it's going and some specifics on why you think that way. I think that's a great question. And I want to answer it also next week. Okay. So stay tuned for that. Because we haven't we don't really look at it that from that point of view very often, but... Towards the end of the season, we will have like a debriefing about how Hannah was as the lead. Uh, if you want to answer that question, 773-234-7794, text mailbag. AB, we have to keep it moving. This has been preposterously long. Here are my current top four. Number four, Jed. Number three, Luke. Number two, Peter. Number one, Tyler C. That's who I think Hannah will pick in order. What do you got, AB? Number four, Jed. Number three, Luke, number two, Peter, number one. All right, identical. Yeah, Tyler. Tyler. You think she's going to pick Tyler at this point? I think she's going to pick Tyler. I do think Luke has a shot to sneak into that final two. I do think she does like him. Um, and it, it's going to be he, – he's not out of it yet. I'll put it that way. Okay. Um, AB's Bachelor Headline of the Week. What do you got, AB? I got a couple things, Rim. Oh sure, no. We're, Two headlines, we're, real we quick. Plenty of time. Go One ahead. One is just yeah. uh, uh, something about my life. Uh, the Bachelorette fan fans flip after AT and T and Directv pull ABC <laughs> from many markets. Uh, it ties directly to my you life. That's, you don't pull ABC. You pull ABC. You know I mean? That's a big ABC. That's what you're gonna pull Directv. That's crazy. 
Okay. And during Bachelorette during season, bachelor it reminds me season? of when That's nuts. there was a dispute with CBS right before football season. It was like tense on the streets. <laughs> <laughs> the other right, one what's the is next one? What's the real one? The Bachelorette's pilot Peter flies for this major airline. So prepare to book tickets. People are booking tickets, Rim. <laughs> With, with Delta, the <laughs> with the hope, okay? This is an article about people people getting tickets. This is on Pop Sugar. People buying tickets with Delta, trying to fly with Peter. That's what people are up to right now. I kind of like that. People are making the decision whether they have <laughs> to go fl- somewhere or not to fly Delta. <laughs> Using all your points. Using all your Delta points to try to get a glimpse of Peter. Boy, could you imagine, though, if Peter was Can in the cockpit? Can you imagine? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I mean, <laughs> hey, if I had a trip, like, right now, it crossed my mind. Like, if yeah. it was between Delta and similarly Amer- American and similarly priced flights, I'll go Delta. Sure. <laughs> okay. Congrats to those people. Quick batch bracket update. Kim D is in the lead, tied with Melissa B at 262. Christina R and Kristen M are at 260. Uh, as the season goes on, we give we devote less and less time to this segment of the show. But thank you to everyone for playing. Yes. Uh, I would be having a lot more fun if I didn't have 179, <laughs> but that's neither here nor there. Hopefully Luke wins like I say every week. Thank you, as always, for listening. If you're interested in talking with us directly about the show, you can tweet us at Rosecast Podcast or comment on our Instagram or send DMs at Rosecast Podcast on Instagram and comment on Facebook slash Rosecast Podcast. Uh, shout out to everyone who left a review on Podchaser and Apple Podcasts this week. So we very much appreciate it. And also, happy birthday, Ruth. Talk to you later. are on a budget we still deserve nice things quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands they have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at 50 dollars, luxurious italian leather bags and so much more plus quince only works with factories that use safe ethical and responsible manufacturing get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with quince go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365 day returns Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy Allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on.